Welcome! This is Carrie Anderson, your show host with Louie and me, Doggy Carico, and this is the Give Your Dog a Bone podcast. This podcast was created to educate you on the best holistic approaches to pet care and how nature can nurture our four-legged companions. If you want to learn more about the Louie and Me community and how you can become a part of our movement, please subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also connect to our blog, www.louieandmedogcare.com blog. We post every Friday. We're going to be sharing with you awesome tips and tricks on how you can help your pet thrive, as well as products we use, and much, much more. Happy Monday, everyone. This is Carrie. I also want to add in there that you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I'm going to be putting that information in the show notes for you below. So if you'd like to connect with us, you can do that. But without further ado, let's get into our topic for this week. Our topic is Salmonella, E. coli, and your dog's ability to break down bad bacteria. Now, complete disclaimer. If your dog eats a commercial processed food-based diet, I'm talking kibble, their body is going to work differently than a dog eating a species-appropriate diet. That being said, if your dog does not eat a species-appropriate diet, you should still listen to this podcast because we're going to be breaking down both diets and how your dog's body works with them. Now, to start us off, Let's talk about the physiological differences between how a dog on a processed food diet and a dog eating a natural, species-appropriate diet, how their bodies work. Your dog has a gastric pH level between mm, somewhere 2 and 1, which is very acidic. The reason why your dog's pH is so low is so that they can digest and break down things like bad bacteria and bones. You have to remember, your dog is a carnivore. Your cat is a carnivore. This applies to cats, too. When your dog or cat is eating a food that is heavily plant-based, like kibble, I don't know if you've read the back of a bag of kibble lately, but it is mainly carbs, brown rice, corn, potato, whatever it may be. Kibble, which is very high in carbs, this messes with your pet's gastric pH. Your dog also has an intestinal tract that is about 30 inches long. That's 2.5 feet. Now, to put this in retrospect for you, a person's is 30 feet. So imagine the huge difference right there. Your dog has a short intestinal tract because it is designed to digest and get rid of bad bacteria quickly. So, along with the low pH, meaning high gastric acidity, and a short digestive system, intestinal system, with, hopefully, a healthy flora, your dog is able to digest bad bacteria with no problem. Now, something I do want all of you listeners to be aware of is, is that every dog is different. If your dog or cat has an underlying health issue, or if they've been eating a processed food diet for quite some time, Bacteria such as Salmonella or E. coli can potentially affect them. So, if you're worried about this, let me tell you the side effects so you can be aware of what they are. There are things like fever, lethargia. So, lethargia is when your dog is very sluggish, has lack of energy, doesn't want to move, things like that. Also, symptoms of diarrhea and vomiting. 
watch for these things if you are worried but like i said typically these things do not occur with dogs or cats unless they have an underlying health issue prior to eating raw meat another thing to note is is that if you have just recently transitioned your dog over to a raw food diet diarrhea and vomiting can be common like i said every dog is different i can tell you my dogs were very different from one another when i transitioned them to a raw species appropriate diet mallory my eight-year-old german shepherd she took about a month and a half to transition where my two-year-old sharpay cattle dog mix she took two weeks every dog is different when they transition they are going to transition differently because every dog has been exposed to a different amount of toxins throughout their time and toxins detoxing your dog this is something we'll get into another time but yes exposure to toxins is related to how your dog digests food as well so how do we limit the risk of bad bacteria overgrowth contamination that kind of thing I want to give you a few things to keep in mind if you are feeding your dog raw or thinking of transitioning your dog to a species appropriate diet or even if you're just feeding them kibble. Number one is do not, do not mix kibble with raw meat. Remember what I said earlier? Your dog has an intestinal tract that is only two and a half feet long. A dog who is on kibble, eating a high-carb diet, does not have proper digestive enzymes to break down those plant-based materials. This is why dogs who do eat kibble have such dense, large poops, right? So a dog that's eating a high-in-carb diet, this is their body taking 24 to sometimes 72 hours to break down the plant-based materials whereas a dog that eats a natural diet designed for their bodies it only takes about four to eight hours for them to digest food so when we mix kibble with raw meat when we have that combination together imagine the digestive problems that we are creating for our dogs right there now if you are transitioning your dog to a raw meat diet maybe they're older maybe they need a little bit more time to transition right so if you are mixing raw meat with kibble in the same meal don't freak out what I would do if I were in your situation is feed your dog in the morning half of their daily portion in food as kibble this is going to take their body a lot longer to digest than raw meat, remember? So give them half a day's portion of kibble in the morning, then feed the rest of their portion as a raw meat meal in the evening. This is going to help balance out the timing of their digestion of both types of food. So you're not going to see as much uh, potential for for diarrhea for vomiting for any other type of symptom that your dog may be experiencing when you do mix the two together so like I said every dog is different some dogs 
don't have a problem with it, but from what I have seen, when we mix the two together, it can really mess up their digestive system and the scheduling of how they digest. So there is my recommendation for that. Number two, feed them outside. If you feed your dog a raw food diet, I personally have found feeding outside to be a complete game changer. The first time I fed my dogs raw, it was inside the house. They were dragging meaty bones all over the place, making a mess. It was not fun. But other than having a house that isn't blood-stained and full of bacteria that we as humans cannot safely be around, feeding your dog or cat outside with a raw food diet will help to naturally kill off bacteria and sanitize their space. The sun is a natural disinfectant, so, you know, your dog eating outside, enjoying the fresh air, the beautiful meal, the sun is working to sanitize their food, sanitize their bowls, if you use bowls. I do know some people just, you know, throw the meat in the grass and they're like, okay, have at it. But anyways, the sun is sanitizing their space, which will help to limit any chances of bad bacteria overgrowth if that is something that you're worried about. Number three, this is going to be the last one. Clean up your area after prepping their meals. Your dog can break down those bacteria, right? They can break down the salmonella and the E. coli, which is great, but you can't. You do not have the same body as your dog or cat, which I know for some of us is very hard for us to, to believe. I personally see dogs as people with four legs and fur, but they aren't people, right? We are, and we need to make sure that we are cleaning up and taking proper precautions after handling raw meats. I always recommend cleaning the area before prepping a meal. So what I do is I wash my hands, I wipe down the counters with some non-toxic cleaner, I make sure that all the utensils I'm using are clean, all that stuff. I feed them, and while they're eating, I'll do the same thing all over again. I'll wash my hands, I'll wipe down the counters, I'll clean the utensils. Then, when they're done eating, I grab their bowls, I clean them with products that are safe for my dogs, which, you know, this is very important. We need to use products that are safe for them. Then, I wash my hands again. So, I'm washing my hands three times, sometimes more, but typically three times. We have to make sure that when we are handling raw meat, that we aren't subjecting ourselves to bad bacteria that can affect us. So, those are my three tips to help limit bad bacteria overgrowth if that is something that you're worried about. Don't mix kibble with raw meat at the same time. As you now know, it does not help their digestive system. Use the sun as a natural disinfectant for your pet's meals and their space. Now, if you do decide to feed them inside, I personally would try to feed them by a window where natural sunlight can come through, but feeding outside is a lot less messy and it is very helpful, especially when you are, um, you know, in the company of dogs that like to drag their meat, like I am. My dogs love to take their meat out of the bowl and, and kind of space it out and see what they have and then eat what they 
like first and then you know just they it's gets really messy but <laughs> um, you know use the sun as a natural disinfectant for your pets meals and their space and please make sure that you're cleaning up the space after you prep their meals maybe you know clean their space even too if it is inside I would definitely do that but we want to make sure that we are not exposing ourselves to the bad bacteria that could cause problems for us so I want to thank you for joining the Give Your Dog a Bone podcast this week and for allowing yourself to learn about our topic, which was Salmonella E. coli and your dog's ability to break down bad bacteria. This was our very first podcast, so I think it was a great start. Like I said earlier, if you want to learn more about the Louie and Me community to get involved in our movement, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Connect on our blog, www.louieandmedogcare.com slash blog. You can subscribe there as well for even more amazing and helpful information. Like I said, we post articles every Friday. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And like I said earlier, I have put all of that information in the show notes for you as well as the Louie and Me email. Please feel free to email us, ask us any questions. We would love to help you, and I will be answering them here on the show. So have a good week. Keep allowing nature to nurture your beautiful self and your beautiful pets, and be looking forward to next week.